There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. On this podcast, we share fundamentals we've discovered and the mistakes we've made while self-educating, getting work, building businesses, and making money. We'll tell you how to make it happen. No degree needed. Welcome back, everybody. We are happy to have you on the podcast, as always. And if you want to get a free weekly newsletter from Ryan and I, because why would you not? You can go ahead and go over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter. It has got degree-free jobs, apprenticeships, different resources, degree-free news, and then just stuff that Ryan and I think is cool. And you definitely want to get it. So go on over and sign up for that now. Yeah, absolutely. And let's get into today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about, we are starting a new series within our uh, podcast, Biggest Failures. And (laughs) this one is going to be about the worst interview of my life. Folks, Ryan and I have done some dumb stuff. You're going to like this series, I think. We won't though. I (laughs) really, like, I'm not joking. I don't want to do this episode. Like, I'm not joking. He he said it right before we started filming. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, all right. So what's the problem, right? I mean, everyone has failures. It's easy to think that other people don't have failures when you don't hear about them. So today we're going to be talking about one of the biggest interview fiascos that I've ever had. Fiasco is an appropriate word. Fiasco was a very, very appropriate word. And um, yeah, we'll just get into it. But I guess... The first thing is, is why are we doing this series and this episode, right? Yeah. So a lot of people, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, it's, it's easy for, for you to say like, look at what you, look at what you've done and such and such, you know, such and such things like that. But they don't realize that you and I have done a bunch of dumb stuff. Right. Or not, not even just you and me, but it's, it's easy to see other people's successes when it's the thing that they show you. Right, because people don't talk nearly as loudly about the things that they fail at. Why right. would you? It's just not human nature. Think Instagram, Facebook, or even this podcast, right? I mean, we're always focused on looking a certain way or coming off in a certain tone mm-hmm. or attitude. I don't know if people know this, but we don't hit home runs all the time. <laughs> not We don't even bunt. No, uh, well, no, not really. Life is f- full of strikeouts, and today we are skinned gonna be, knees, right? And so we're gonna be talking about it. That's what this whole series is about, right? Just where we've struck out, and hopefully, the goal is that you can learn something from our mistakes, and you don't have to repeat them, or at least, at the very least, you know, maybe it's just a reminder that everybody's human. Yeah. And I think, I think part of it too, is just hopefully what you realize is that it's uh, it's a messy path to get anywhere, right? It's a messy path to get anywhere and do anything and build anything. And you're going to mess up a whole bunch along the way. It's going to be really tiring, really exhausting. And there's just going to be messes. You're going to look behind you and it's just going to be a trail of messes. And yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Whenever you're trying to do anything of note or anything that has 
any impact on the world or even in your world, like in your life, you're not going to win every time. No, right? not even close. You're going to take L's all the time. And we, to this day, can take L's <laughs> constantly. Yeah, we do. Right. <laughs> but without any further ado, let's get into my worst interview ever. You got this. So I won't say the company because with like two descriptors or so, it'll be too easy to guess which one it was. To guess which one it was. So I, yeah, I'm just not even going to give smart yeah i'm just not even going to give a descriptor or any of that for to you guys but a little bit of backstory i applied for a chief of staff or something like that role that position was filled but the recruiter hit me up anyways and the recruiter said oh well do you feel qualified for a marketing role i see that you have marketing experience on your resume and I was like, yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I kind of knew what the company did and, and I did have marketing experience and I felt comfortable telling that and selling that to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, yeah, absolutely. And so we jumped on a call and I was able to talk to her. It was a 20 minute call or something like that. And I was able to talk to her and convince her that I had enough marketing chops to at least get to, to the next round because the company at the time was still very tiny. It was very small. Yeah. And I had a few days to prepare for the interview. And I will, as somebody who was up close to this, he prepped a lot folks like prepped, practice interview question like he did the full like rehearse you know rehearse out loud he was running questions he was like did all this research about the company and like hours hours and hours days days of research like very intensive and we tell people to do this when they're looking at jobs and this is just proof that like sometimes the best laid plans <laughs> yeah and so that's very helpful because that's exactly what i did like you, you practice, you, you tried so hard. Yeah. And so, you know, I researched the role and what I thought I could do for them. Like I knew they were a startup, so they needed a utility man. Like they needed something, they needed someone that could do a little bit of everything within that marketing role. I was like, all right, that's pretty that's much definitely you. me. Yeah. Right. Like I'm pretty much uh, an gen expert generalist. Right. I'm an expert generalist. Right. And I was like, okay, perfect. I, I can, I can do this. I very, or I can figure it out. Yeah, exactly. I'm feel very confident in my ability to sell this to somebody else, to sell my skills to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I really did my research. And I think this is why this interview sticks with me so much. And it's because I tried so hard. You did. Right? I mean, and it's just like, uh, they say sports are really good for kids, right? Because it just teaches you about life because you can, it doesn't matter how hard you try in sports. Like you can practice for seven days a week, three hours a day if that other team is better than you, you know, if the other person's a better wrestler than you or, you know, better golfer, 
you're going to lose. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this is a, this I'm is, only laughing folks. Cause I witnessed this up close and it was just, it was just rough. <laughs> it's tough. And it's tough to like, it's tough cause I cared about it so much. Like, yeah, I think paired along with this too, was that it was a time in our life that I really needed the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I needed this job. Yeah. And, and you wanted it really bad. And I wanted it really bad. I wanted to work. You were excited about I it. I wanted to work for this company. Mm-hmm. The pay was good. Mm-hmm. The mission you agreed with. The mission I agreed with. Everything about it. I wanted it. Yeah. And then I needed it. We needed money. Yeah. Right. And so I got on the interview with, with him. Fast forward a little bit, a few days. And it was vir- virtual. And we started talking. Right. And he's not a nice guy. He's definitely not a mean guy. He is very direct, which for me is a really good thing. Right. I mean, for me, that's, that's good. I'm like, okay, that I'm a pretty direct person. You're a pretty direct person. Let's chop it up and let's try to see how I can help your company succeed. Right. Or how I can, right. Fit into your marketing team or this marketing role. The interview turned south almost immediately, uh, but I like I didn't know it yet. Yeah, I didn't know it at the time, and so he's asking me like, "What? What can you do in this role?" Just really basic questions, right? I mean, tell me a little bit about yourself, and so I, I give him the spiel. What can you do in this role? And I'm telling him all these. Things I I don't remember exactly what I, I told I told him, but it was generally like I'm gonna get you on all the social medias, increase engagement, and I don't know like get your audience targeting on point, drive traffic, increase revenue. That's super vague. I understand that now. <laughs> I get it. And so he goes, okay, so you think we need to increase our revenue or something like that? I'm like, yes. He said, okay, how are you going to do that? And so and I'm just thinking like, I think to myself, like I literally just told you, <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you, man. And so my like brilliantly unencumbered mind <laughs> oh, no. just goes on to repeat this same laundry list of tasks that I was going to do for his company. Yeah. Right. And increase revenue, increase revenue. <laughs> get, him on social, get him on all the social on. medias. <laughs> I'm going to tighten up those posts. I'm going to like the scheduling. It's going to be so good. Right. And, and, and he's just like, and drive traffic and increase revenue. Right. And this guy's like, oh, okay. Right. He's like, awesome. How? <laughs> And I'm just thinking to myself, dude, are you dense or what? Like, which is hilarious. And so pause, which is hilarious coming from my point of view, because I'm interviewing with the CEO. Right. And at this point, I really am thinking like, I don't. I don't understand. I feel like I'm getting punked. Yeah. Like, I feel like. Why doesn't he understand? I feel like I'm in the twilight zone and just. I'm having like an out of body experience and he's just like, we're, spe- I'm, I might as well be speaking some alien language. Yeah. It's like when you're joking around with somebody and they say, 
oh you know i i, I don't uh yeah like i don't want nachos what i don't want nachos what and you just keep doing it <laughs> and so once again i i go ahead and what do i do i re- say it again <laughs> say it again third time's the charm third time the third time the, but and i pretty much say it verbatim nice right i pretty much say it verbatim. well i just want to make You're sure consistent i want to make sure that he knows what he's getting yeah <laughs> i want to make do you sure think that he did <laughs> i want to make sure he knew what he was getting what he was getting sure sure of course clear communication He's visibly frustrated at this point. <laughs> Just visibly that frustrated. Makes two of you. And I, I am I am too, right? Yeah. Exactly. And I he just like and he's like, Ryan. Like <laughs> He's at your name? Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> you don't have to like you don't have to tell me how my company works. Like I know I'm the CEO. Like you don't have to like I wanna make millions of dollars or whatever it was. I wanna get this into a Hands of every kid in America or whatever the goal was, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, how are you going to help me do, do that? that. <laughs> Did you say it a fourth time? Oh, God. And so, <laughs> once again, I, I mean, just in a stroke of genius, I'm thinking, all right, maybe he didn't hear me the first three times. And so, I basically... I don't repeat myself verbatim like I did the first three times. That would be too much. Three times is too much. Sure. I added a few more words. To mix it up. To mix it up. And I basically told them the same thing. So, yeah, you know, like instead of increasing web traffic, uh, maybe I would have been like, um, I I don't know, like... um, Oh man, I can't think. I can't think of anything right now. But it just basically like... Or instead of increasing revenue, you're like increase sales. Right, Exactly. Exactly. Literally exactly. <laughs> get that. more sales. Right. Get more sales. Right. Get out there. He's like, Instead of like being everywhere on the social media, be you know, like distributing the content throughout all different channels. Right. <laughs> totally different. Totally different. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Right. He did and though. <laughs> that was that was it. That was the end of the conversation. Mm-hmm. And so like this conversation is the amount of time that we're talking about is very short, right? this is a very short conversation Mm -hmm. and he got visibly frustrated. I'm not sure if he cussed or not. I think he might've and, but I'm I'm pretty sure he did. And then he like exhale slowly is like, Oh, okay. Do you have any questions for me? And then I asked a question that I'll be like super duper smart. And he shrugged it off and barely answered it. I asked another question. He just stops. He's like, okay, I got to go. The recruiter is on the line with us. So is actually, so is the executive assistant. They're both oh, on the, the line. The, the new one that just got hired. And they're, they're watching. Like a ringside seat. To this. They're watching this train wreck. <laughs> they're watching this train wreck of, a, of an interview. Just crash and burn. Like just Hindenburg. You know what I mean? It's just going down <laughs> in flames. And for those of you that don't know what that is, that was a giant blimp that burst into flames and crashed and yes, killed a bunch of people. Yes, we'll put, put it in the show. It's tragic. Yeah, tragic. Really we'll, sad. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes for you guys. Degreefy.co slash podcast. And so you look it up, Hindenburg too, whatever. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll link to some stuff though. Uh, God. And so I can, he, he 
says to her, all right, we've got some things to discuss. Call me later. Somebody was in trouble. (laughs) Somebody was super in trouble for wasting his time and putting such an idiot in front of him. And then he he just hangs up. He just hangs up. The whole thing couldn't have took 15 minutes. Not even. Right. I mean, I think 10 would have been appropriate. Uh, It was bad. So I will say from the outside perspective and, you know, there's there's a there's a practice. We practice personal responsibility and accountability for things as an outsider observing this. One thing that I did observe was that the recruiter did a really poor job (laughs) explaining what it was that you were going to be asked at the interview (laughs) because she gave you a list and the list was what you practiced. And that was not even close to what was brought up. No, I don't know. I think you're trying to give me a, I think you're trying to give me a, a, a way out here. I'm going to, no, I'm going to take it on. The, I'm going to take it on the chin here. And no, that's well, not. I know you do, but I'm just saying. No, that's not accurate. Well, what can people take away from that? If, so I, I got, so I got you. Okay. So I got you. So, but before I get, before I get to all that, you know, I want to talk about how it affected me because, you know, that interview shook me up. Like it really did. And I mean, it's so much so that like even now telling this story, like I, you know, I can't even think about it. It's like, mm. God, that sucks. You know what I mean? God, you're such an idiot. Right? It doesn't matter anymore. Who cares? No, it's. So, I mean, it's kind of funny now. Right? It's super funny now. But you know, it's so long ago, and it doesn't matter. I'm fine. You know what I mean? We're doing but great things now. still sting. Right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, it really shook me up because I really did prepare. Mm-hmm. Right? You did. Like I tried my hardest. Yeah. And I really, really studied, and it didn't matter, right? I just. I didn't convey or sell myself properly, mm-hmm. right? Like I really do feel like I could have, I mean. You could have done that job. I could have. You I know. really I, good at that job. I know that I could have. Yeah. And I know that I could have succeeded in the role, especially with how small the company was at the time, right? Like I know that I could have. And that's not, I mean, I'm not trying to be, that's not a humble brag or anything like that. You know, like, no, it I'm just not, goes back to like everything is sales like we've talked about. So, yeah. are, so are interviews. Yeah. And so, you know, I didn't take another interview for a while after that, even though, you know, we kind of needed the money, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it really, it really took a while to get back into the, into the saddle because I really wanted that job. I really, I mean, the company was great, mm-hmm. right? Still, still is great. So it is a great company. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, so what did I learn from it? What did you learn from it? Yeah. That's, I mean, that, that, that that's the major thing here, right? Mm-hmm. Um, going through all this crap. Right. How can how can you spare others this situation? Right. The biggest takeaway that I took from it was in the communications department. He and I were not communicating effectively. I repeated myself four times, but he did too. So I can't affect what he said. So I have to focus on what I could have done differently. And what I could have done is I could have asked clarifying questions. Mm. And the problem, right? The problem was that we both repeated ourselves in the same way. Basically, it was okay. Maybe it should have been obvious to him that I wasn't understanding what he was saying. And maybe he could have asked the questions in a different manner on the same side. If I didn't understand the question, or if I started to think the thoughts that I had, which is, what is this guy dance? Or really, am I, am I getting punked? Maybe I need to slow down. And maybe I needed to ask a clarifying question, right? I'm sorry. Can you please repeat that? 
can you phrase that differently? Is, is what you mean this? That right there could have possibly changed the trajectory of the entire interview. Mm-hmm. Right? I understand now that what he meant was he wanted to know in detail the things that I were gonna that I was going to do in order to do those those things. Ob- that's obvious to me now, right? I mean, it was obvious to me right after the interview. Mm-hmm. If I had taken a second to stop and communicate more effectively, it could have been a different outcome because I did have specific ideas. Mm-hmm. I did because I prepared. Yeah, you did. But I got so caught up with like, what are you talking about, man? Like this, I just told you, right? We weren't communicating. I didn't understand what he was saying. And that's my fault. It's my fault for not clarifying the questions. I've come to use this in my life a bunch since, right? Like I find it most useful when I'm talking to people casually though. Right. Or when I'm about to just get into a disagreement with somebody, a lot of times I find that we're repeating ourselves, right? Not necessarily you and me, but you and me too. No, we do it too. Right. But you know, I find that I'm repeating myself and repeating myself and then just to break that pattern, just hold on before I get, you know, especially in casual conversations, because it's so easy to get, you know, pissed off, Mm -hmm. right? Like before I get to that place of getting pissed off, like, okay, you just said, you know, whatever you just said two times and you said it the same way. And I just asked a question the same way. Maybe I need to either give you a clarifying statement. Here's what I'm saying. Or I need to ask a clarifying question. What are you saying to Mm -hmm. me? Yeah. Cause you're right. A huge amount of, of escalation too, is just from the repeating of the same thing. And neither of you are hearing because you're just hearing the same phrase. So you're just not, you're just two people sitting there saying the same thing to each other and neither one's understanding. (laughs) Right. I mean, obviously too, I mean, I needed to, I I should have been more detailed, right? I should have been more detailed after I, after I clarified, I should have said, you know, okay, make videos to post on social media, you know, increase on page SEO, you know, whatever, reach out for guest posts on whatever, whatever. Yeah, building backlinks, whatever. Building backlinks, whatever it is that that role needed. Mm-hmm. And then going deeper into those areas had he asked, mm-hmm. right? All right. The last thing that, I learned from that is to not beat myself up as much as I did. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was really hard. This was the hardest for me to implement and I'm still really, really bad at it. Right. Like I'm super hard on myself and I know a lot of people out there are too, right? Like, but this L took me a, a long time to recover from. Plus it came at a time, like I said, I, I where we, where we needed the money, mm-hmm. where I needed that job, mm-hmm. or at least you know I wanted that job a lot. So super stressed about it. I put so much effort into preparing for this interview, and for it to fail so miserably, I mean, like, 
man, I like, you know, I thought about, I thought about one, not getting the job. That's a whole thing. But then I thought about like three to five days that I wasted studying, preparing for this, you know, for this role when I could have been doing, when I could have been applying or I could have been interviewing for other jobs or, or, you know, making money in some other way, literally doing anything else than what I did. Right. And so I, now I try not to be as hard on myself about failures because beating myself up as much as I did took me out of commission for a while and it really didn't need to, right? I mean, I could have just let it fall off my back and hey man, you win some, you lose some, right? I mean, now when I fail, I try to analyze what I did and what I could have done differently a little bit quicker. And then it really helps to write it down. Writing down what what went well, what went wrong and what you did differently? Yeah, pretty much everything. And it can be it can be in list form. However you do it is however you do it. It can be in list form. It can be in long sentence form. However it is that 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 you feel like you need to do it. You can recap the entire thing, right? Mm-hmm. The, this is what happened. This is what I could have done differently, right? This is what I will do differently next time. What I find that it helps writing it down, just externalizing it, get it on paper. Now I can come back and read that later for one. But now it's the paper's job. Like it's the paper's job to worry about that. Ryan, you know, not to refer to myself in the third person, but you know what I mean? Like it's not my job to worry about that anymore. Like the paper's got that down and I can at any time I can come back to that lesson when I need it. And stop turning it over in your head and beating yourself up with it. Right. And so a book that helped was definitely, um, we've talked about Dale Carnegie a lot, but how to stop worrying and start living. Mm-hmm. helped i mean it's not uh an exaggeration to say that this interview really really sucked yeah yeah a little bit yeah but yeah and then you know we'll put some other links to some other things in the show notes as well degreefree.co slash podcast on you know different things that you can do in order to maybe not beat yourself up as much yeah. Right. Yes. Personal responsibility is huge. Mm-hmm. We're big advocates for that. But at a certain point. It's not constructive anymore. Y- right. It happened. Did you think about it? What could you have done differently? What are you going to do different next time? If you've got all that down, let it go, man. Mm-hmm. Like, let it go. Stop beating yourself. Stop beating yourself up. And maybe if had I done that, it wouldn't have take, taken me as long as it had to finally get out there again, start interviewing, and land a job. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's my story. Um, I thanks for sharing it with us. Yes, that is my story for the class for this week. I would love misery loves company. <laughs> so I would love to hear your failures. Oh wow! Yeah. If you guys have any uh, failures of your own, especially interviews or anything, anything that you can think of, definitely um, let us know. Contact at degreefree.co. Share your stories with us. I want to I wanna know because oh, yeah. I know that I can't be the only person out there that crashed and burned. Yep. 
your biggest, I was gonna say, I know I have some too. So yeah, share your biggest interview fiasco and then what you learned that you would do differently that could help somebody else avoid making the same mistake <laughs> or recover too after, after one that's real rough. Yeah, that's good advice. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, if you want to get a weekly email from Ryan and I, uh, which why would you not, uh, please go ahead and run over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to get our degree free newsletter with our jobs, paid apprenticeships, resources, stuff Ryan and I think is cool and degree free news. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, if you guys want to support the podcast, please, you know, consider leaving us an honest review wherever it is that you get your podcast links to everything that we talked about are going to be in the show notes, guys, degreefree.co slash podcast. And share this with your friends. Share this with your friends. Yeah. My, uh, you know, laugh at my failures. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> uh, somebody learns something from this. Right. And, um, until next time, guys, along.